Hello and good day to everyone listening. My name is Stevie. And I'm Beth, and you're listening to Let's Talk About Sex, hosted by your two favorite oversharers. Now, let's talk about sex. Uh, Before we start today, um, we're going to have some ads from our sponsors, Elm Coffee Roasters, open in Pioneer Square and South Lake Union for takeout and soon indoor seating. Order coffee and more at elmcoffeeroasters.com. Also, the M. If you're looking for a place to live in the fall with student-friendly amenities, spectacular views, and that's walking distance to campus, check out the M Seattle. They are the only student-living high-rise near UW, and they've recently dropped the rates on all their floor plans. Visit themseattle.com for more info. Okay. So, Beth. (laughs) Hi, Stevie. Yeah, what are we talking about this week? You know, I think we came to an agreement that we're going to be talking about Pillow Talk. Yes, Zane wrote a song about it, and we might as well talk about it. I yeah. uh, I think that the different types of pillow talk that occur based on whether you're with a significant other or a hookup or someone that you're kind of casually seeing are so fascinating. And also, it does appear to be different depending on who you are as a person, you know? Just yeah. like what kinds of things come through your go through your mind. Oh, for sure. For sure. I myself have a number of memorable pillow talk chats uh, post bone that I would love to tell you about. I, I don't believe I have shared with you before. So. Oh, really? Okay. How about you uh, tell us a few then? Sure, sure, sure. Um, I, I, yeah, I think I'll go through like, like three different sort of scenarios that I've had because like I said, the pillow talk that I have with people I'm actually in a relationship with is so vastly different than people I see a couple times. Got it, got um, it. One guy that was so, so strange, um, we probably had sex like five or six times. And after, not even after, before we had sex, he invited me over and started reading me pages out of Dante's Inferno that's kind of dope. It was odd and kind of oh. cool. Okay, I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah, okay, continue. So this guy, before we would bone, would, would invite me over and read me these passages and wouldn't make any advances on me even. We would just sit and I would listen to him read for like a hot second to the point where I was like, are we going to have sex is that something that you're interested in or do you just want to read together because that's kind of oddly romantic and i don't think that's the kind of relationship that i want with you um sex is temporary dante's infernal is forever it's true (laughs) it's true um so that i suppose is the kind of pre-bone chat i engage in with uh with people i'm casually seeing and I'd never want anything like that ever again. It was so confusing. I feel like the messages were so mixed in that because then we would bone and he'd be like, oh yeah, I don't want anything serious with you. Meanwhile, is reading me poetry and showing me his grandparents' farm on Google Maps. So strange. Yo, the grandparents' farm. I think that's just like general knowledge everyone should know. You know, everyone should know everyone's grandparents' farm. Honestly, <laughs> everyone think- should be showing everyone their grandparents' farm on fucking Google Earth. Yeah, but no, that's that's interesting. Like, but like, what kind of um 
stuff did you like think about and talk about after you would bone these guys? So same person. I remember because your emotions get heightened during sex a lot, which has led me to say many stupid things right after. Um, I remember we were like almost done sexing and I just looked at him and I said, I like you. I was enjoying spending time with him at that period in my life. And he looked at me and he was like, ha ha. <laughs> and kind of just laughed and like finished and was like, well, let's not talk about what you just said. <laughs> um, or like the worst time I ever boned. I remember we talked after and I wanted to be done so bad. I wanted him to leave because he had not made me feel very great not not like weird he didn't make me feel icky I he was didn't just make like, you come right it wasn't enjoyable and so i was like yeah. can you get out of my room now um and he was like this and that about my sister this and that about my family i'm like please put your shirt on <laughs> <laughs> sir if you will kindly put on your clothes ejaculate and, and evacuate out. <laughs> if you would kindly ejaculate ejaculate and evacuate <laughs> and the premises we would greatly appreciate the service honestly oh that, uh, that guy was that the worst girl. too i showed up to the door um wearing some like nice bra and he took it off so fast that he ripped the strap and i was pissed <laughs> he's he got too excited beth you you made the man too excited yeah apparently (laughs) my bad my bad buddy that's on me you're you're too hot you're too (laughs) hot you're probably the hottest guy that guy ever ever, the hottest girl that guy had ever been with you know so something like that i pray for his soul i pray that he's gotten better at pleasing women it's the curse of hot people i wouldn't know but (laughs) (laughs) stop um yeah and then uh i suppose the the other significant time in my life actually both times i got dumped by one guy we're right after we boned and i remember the first time exactly how things played out like crisply in my mind um just had some sex it was like chill you know nothing nothing crazy nothing out of the ordinary and I remembered that my ex's birthday was coming up and not even an ex that I had had sex with an ex Mm. that I had gone on maybe 10 dates with all like hand holding very innocent. Yeah. Um, so the fact that he was getting jealous over this girl was just ridiculous to me. And I was like, Oh, uh, I don't know. So-and-so girl. Her name was Izzy. I'm only going to say positive things about her. So I don't care. I was like, Oh, Izzy's birthday's coming up. I'm going to get her a pair of earrings. And this guy is just floored. Mm, you know, okay, okay. If, if I were to give my ex uh, a birthday gift, you'd freak out on me. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's very different. You lived with her for a year. This girl was basically my friend. Okay, okay. I don't know. I see, I see both sides. But no, I definitely get not like being floored is kind of like a little is different. Yeah. Yeah. He was just it, absolutely yeah. shocked and disturbed that I would get her a pair of earrings and thought that that was super romantic and weird. And I'm like, dude, girls buy each other earrings. It's a normal gift. Okay. Straight guy. You wouldn't understand. But do fuck buddies buy each other gifts? Beth. No, uh, fuck, fuck buddies no, don't buy each other gifts. I've never bought a fuck buddy a gift. And this girl was someone that I like genuinely, you know, was just like yeah. friends with. 
So anyway, I'm buying these earrings and he's getting his panties all in a twist. And at this point in the relationship, I don't trust him because he's acting untrustworthy. And so I had gone through his laptop earlier that day and found some dirt. Um, oh man. And I still think about this and get so heated. Uh, we had spoken about traveling internationally together and he said, oh, I don't think I want to because of COVID. And then I found messages on his laptop of him talking with his ex about visiting her in said foreign country. And she's like, Mm. she, she's like, oh, are you going to bring your girlfriend with you? I'd love to tour you guys around. And he goes, ah, no, I think she'll stay at home. Wow. Wow. Isn't that fucked? It is. It is. Yeah. So all this is in my brain while he's chastising me for buying a friend a gift. And I'm like, okay, buddy, let me tell you about why you're a hypocrite. And then he dumped me because I went through his stuff, which is fair. That's fair. Well, let's take a break here for a second. And Beth, would you kindly? I would kindly. Elm Coffee Roasters, another shout out to you. Open since 2015, Elm Coffee Roasters is devoted to high-quality coffee that's easy to brew at home and a joy to drink. At our roastery and cafe in Pioneer Square, Seattle, Elm obsessively roasts small batches of coffee that they source with a focus on sustainable practices that lift up the whole supply chain and protect the future of the coffee plant. Elm's goal is to make a truly exceptional cup of coffee, an experience you look forward to every day. Cafes in Pioneer Square and South Lake Union open now for takeout and soon dine-in service. Please use code PODCAST at elmcoffeeroasters.com for 15% off your next coffee order. Okay, well, I have ran my tongue (laughs) for long enough, I think. Stevie, what do you talk about with your ladies after sex? What's what's the chat like? You know, first of all, I want to say I loved hearing your stories, Beth. (laughs) They're always a joy, no matter what the topic is on. But, you know, my memorable experiences are less about what I say or what they say, really, and more about how I feel afterwards, you know? Mm, I see. My experience with these girls is more about how I feel, whether it's a situation or about them, you know? And I feel like there are a lot of guys that might experience this, because I've had conversations with my with my friends. With your boys. About, with my boys. With the boys. I've had conversations with the boys about what it's like, you know? And there's that thing, like, post-nut clarity. And the power... Right, and that's something that I'll never experience. Well, do you experience it on some level, you think? Or is it... No. I would say that there's there's a euphoric sensation. Like, I'm definitely... Mm -hmm. In a, in a better mood, um, less likely to cause conflict, which is so funny with that yeah. one guy. Cause, okay. Um, but uh, I'd say it puts me at kind of like a, a, a very more... It makes me more open to being happy. <laughs> it makes it very hard for me to be in a bad mood. So I don't, I don't know if that's clarity. I think that's just kind of like serotonin. Okay. I got you. No. And I, I understand that. But... For me, like, the post-nut clarity is, and I feel like I speak for the council on this, you know, is that you are really horny and, like, you might feel like, oh, I need some sex right now. But once you come, whether through masturbation or through just having sex, uh-huh. you realize that 
it's not really that important. You know, it's not really something that you necessarily want. You have like more of a clear mind. It feels like your mind itself has been become less foggy. I see. I've definitely heard men talk about that feeling. Yeah. And you have a more clear state of thinking. And for me, there's often times where I will have sex with a girl and I'll think I like them and I'll think I want to be with them or that I've really I really enjoy our time together but really I was just horny and oftentimes I like when I am with those girls I can't actually decipher the two yeah like it's just guesswork sometimes you know of like because I actually think sometimes I do like these girls but it's not until I come that I realize oh I was just horny and it's it's hard to kind of like separate the two at times you know I'm not saying it's it's right or it's like something that like shouldn't be worked on but it is it is a thing that like you know i think a lot of guys have because i often hear a lot of girls being like oh he played me he said he liked me and not and like i completely understand that Mm -hmm. but i think sometimes you know us men struggle with what our real feelings are you know and it's so impossible to know what your real feelings are for someone or at least for me because sex is a very important aspect in a relationship Mm -hmm. for me until i've boned them I can think I'm totally down for someone and then even like the kissing is wrong and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, you're out. I get you. Yeah. But that's pretty much like what happens with my pill talk. Like, you know, I'll have various conversations with these people. I've talked uh, books, literature, you know, movies, uh, life situations, et cetera, et cetera with them. But the most significant thing about my pill talk is mainly how I'm feeling while I'm talking to them. And that's some, sometimes I really do like them and I want to cuddle them. I want to be near them because I really do like them. And sometimes I just want to be gone if I'm at their place or if they're at my place, I want them gone, you know? Um, and it's just about like how I, regardless of like what I'm saying or what's being talked about, how I feel is like the most significant part of that. Yeah. I totally understand what you mean because for me, if I've noticed a pattern in my in my dating and sex history. If something's a one-night stand, if something ends up being a one-night stand, I do not spend the night with those people. If I don't intend mm-hmm. on seeing them again, I'm like, oh, okay, you, you nutted? I'm going to leave now. Yeah. Like, I'll buy myself an Uber to get the fuck out rather than stay because it's convenient. Yeah, and there's been... I mean, there's been times where I've had girls stay over at my place... Um, I mean, it's actually been in every single way you can think of, I would say, but like where I've had girls stay at my place and sometimes I like them and I want them to stay, but they're like, oh, they, they want to go. And I'm assuming that's maybe because they didn't enjoy it or, but like sometimes I didn't enjoy it and they're like, oh, I want to stay or, oh, I should stay. And I don't have the heart to tell them to leave. So they're just there for the night. Oh, and, um, so it's, it can be, it can be a hassle. It's hard to juggle. Like this is definitely like a thing that's, um hard to deal with in our youth i feel like at times because like while it's very first world problemish it is us learning to deal with our emotions and like coming to terms with like you know who we are as people and what we want and what we enjoy you know? yeah yeah well anyways this has been a great conversation on pillow talk i've really li- like listening to your stories as always beth thanks you as well stevie all righty to all you listeners out there i want to say it's really sunny in seattle right now you should get out you should just go vibe Gasworks is beautiful went there earlier you should just have, have, have like a grand time all right so thank you again for listening my name is stevie 
and my name is Beth, and I hope you all have a sexy week. See ya.